Hey, this is Mike Herrera. You're listening to Magnified Pod. This is a yelling podcast. From poking at you to plans and everything in between, this is Magnified Pod, the only podcast that discusses culture, religion, politics, and the entire discography of everyone's favorite left coast punks, MXPX. And we're back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. New Year, same pod. That's right. Same bros. Same hosts. Same hosts, same intro. (laughs) Such as Andrew. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm Andrew. (laughs) I am John. And this is our podcast, and we are excited to be starting off a new year, uh, talking new stuff. That's right. Discussing interesting voicemails. Sure. And it's going to be fun. We we are going to have some fun stuff in store for Magpod Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, John, let's let's talk holidays. We haven't seen each other since pre-Christmas. Yep. Um, I mean, normally John and I exclusively <laughs> hang out. It's true. Um, but when we're not in the basement together, we're right. doing other things. So. How were how were your holidays? What were you doing? Good man. It was uh, it was pretty relaxed as I predicted on the Christmas app. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really go anywhere, or do too much, but I didn't get any diamonds. That was the but, big disappointment. But the most important thing: uh-huh. did Harry hey. get a collar with mm-hmm. diamonds on it? My little dog did not have any diamonds on. Damn it. Not this Christmas, but there's always next Christmas. There's always next Christmas, and she'll be like, give me Christmas. <laughs> She's always saying that. <laughs> She's always saying. Um, yeah, it was pretty low-key, but it was nice. You, you stayed You stayed in the area. We did. Your family came to you. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's how you do it, man. That, was the, that was the it. opposite of <laughs> yeah. my experience. You went to multiple states. <laughs> I did. How was that? It was It was good. Uh, lots, lots of driving. Sure. From... Uh, Chicago to Minneapolis, right? Which is six hour ish drive from Minneapolis back to the Chicago area, and then from the Chicago area down to Tennessee, and then back up. It was many many hours in the car. Yeah, but it was it was good. Got to hang out with my brother and my family up in. Minnesota, and then the extended family down in Tennessee for a tender Tennessee Christmas. It was Amy Grant style. It was not as tender. <laughs> here's a here's a little um, thing about. So uh, my family in Tennessee, I love them very much. They are significantly more conservative than than I am, sure. and I remember growing up hearing about the whole Amy Grant getting a divorce controversy Uh and how that was, it was a thing in their part of the world. And baby, baby can't (laughs) forgive her for that. (laughs) Yes. It's, it's truly a crime. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that was, I mean, just putting those two things in, in context there. Yeah. But yeah, I, it was, it was pretty chill other than the thousands of miles in the car. Um, 
got to see some family that I really only get to see every two years. Nice. Um, and you know what? I have some stories that I think I will save for the Patreon, <laughs> Patreon. only. That's right, people. S- segment. If you want the Christmas <laughs> exclusives, you know where to sign up. Yeah, we. What you don't know is that there are whole blocks of time that I edit out that are only mm-hmm. given to. Uh, only released to our Patreon subscribers. That's right. And they, for whatever reason, enjoy hearing us <laughs> All right. babble about whatever, any number of things. If that sounds good to you, head over to patreon.com slash magnified pod. Yes. And look at the different tiers and see what strikes your fancy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, John, we we've been getting some... New people coming to our Instagram, Sweet. our Facebook page, talking about the pod, that they just discovered it, they really enjoy it. Nice. And, uh, but, you know, we have some people who have communicated with us recently who fall under the category of first time, long time. Ah. And he's somebody that we have discussed. <laughs> On the pod before, as somebody who may or may not have had his hand in, uh, how should I delicately say, um, fucking with my Kickstarter. (laughs) Ah, yes. Yes. So we are referring, of course, to MXPX manager Tom Chichilla, who, as of just moments ago, um, (laughs) was giving us... I, I correct giving me <laughs> shit on yep. Facebook. Um, all ish. all in good fun. Sure, I assume. Mm, I so Kickstarter rewards say otherwise. Yeah. So I received well magnifiedpod at gmail dot com received this email on Christmas Eve. <laughs> No less. Yep. And I was with family in Minnesota. I saw this email and I was like, WT fuck. <laughs> and I was sitting in my brother's living room mm-hmm. with family. I see this. I bust out my headphones <laughs> and I'm just sitting there listening to this, uh, the rantings of a lunatic. <laughs> and I, and my, and my mom's like, what? what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm just like, kind of shaking my head. And, uh, <laughs> I told Dana, I'm like, Tom Chichilla just left us this long ass voicemail. Yeah, how how long she, is that? It's 13 minutes <laughs> and he'll, he'll get into it. But, mm-hmm. um, I forwarded it to you immediately. However, for whatever reason, the attachment didn't come with it right so you only saw the email back and forth yes and we're about to listen to this and you I'm haven't cold you haven't heard any of it well i can't wait i've taken many a note <laughs> is it like yeah we have notes throughout and footnotes should we pause to uh to come back at various points he makes throughout. Yeah, we're going to be pausing. Okay, because that's we're a not, long time. We're not we're not listening to the straight through. I'm going to pause uh, at certain points okay. and 
make make some comments. So what a Christmas present it was! It was a Christmas miracle. Uh, but without without further ado, let's let's check out Tom Chichilla's. Uh, first off, uh, I I need to let everybody know the file name is called Andrew in a trash can. Oh boy. <laughs> um so yeah, let's 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 hear what he has to say. Andrew and John. I feel like this is a long time coming. And um well, this is Tom Tachilla. Uh I am a founding member of a band called Bad Religion <laughs> and also the current manager of MXPA. So if that's the case, um, founding member, bad religion, I would like you to say hello to Stefan Edgerton for us. That's right. Thanks. Um, the band that I'm not sure if you're aware, but you talk about every single week, um, in complete violation of our copyrights. (laughs) Correct. Um, (laughs) Well, I just wanted to make it clear because I'm not sure if you're aware, uh, Tom, uh, that fair use is a legal doctrine that promotes freedom of expression by uh, permitting the unlicensed use of copyright protected works in certain (laughs) circumstances. Section 107 of the Copyright Act uh, provides the statutory framework for determining whether something is fair use and identifies certain types of uses, such as, in our case, uh-huh. criticism and comment. Mm. So uh, as the podcast is focused and center, centered around talking and commenting on all of MXPX's mm-hmm. records, um, I believe <laughs> this would fall under... Uh, that fair use, but now, that's we, just one man's opinion. Have we run this by our, our shared lawyer? Our shared lawyer, Danny, <laughs> Danny Stairs. Uh, we'll have to get him in on the on this conversation. Okay. But uh, yeah, Danny Stairs does come up. Um, so I have so many things to tell you, which is why I sent you the audio this way instead of um, doing your voicemail because – Three minutes, go fuck yourself. I'll talk for as long as I want. Yep. You know, and that's and that's fair. Um, or you could be just like Danny Stairs and call 84 times a day. And I'm going to take this time to uh, extend an invitation to you if you want to come on the pod. Hey, get on the pod. More than welcome to do that. You will join the ranks of other fine folks who have talk to us mm-hmm. be that bob moon sure brian bushelt yes jared scott yep um do you think you're better than them because <laughs> i don't think anybody is better than brian bushelt he's he's a good dude good guy um number one uh make no mistake about it i am a gryffindor <laughs> false you're totally a slytherin <laughs> uh against Everything Andrew will probably tell the public. Exactly. Uh, secondly, uh, I have grown to actually appreciate John for the wonderful human being that he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Andrew, um, most of the time when you talk, uh, it makes me think that if I met you in high school, I probably 
would reenact the life in general covers. Uh, <laughs> I'd be the jock and you'd be the asshole in the trash can. Um, um, sounds well, like this guy wore Nikes. Yeah, so joke's on you, Tom, <laughs> because you'd have to get in line if you wanted to beat me up in high school. Um, but uh, I was actually, in all seriousness, pretty unbearable in high school. <laughs> Um, unbearably Christian, that is, and I definitely rub people some wrong way, the wrong way. So, um, but I, I do find it interesting as the manager of a punk band, you're choosing to side with the mm, jock mm. because we, as we all know, no jocks don't like us because they they're not like us. Correct. So I don't know. I'll say it again. Think about that. Slytherin. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like, it. um, that said, mm-hmm. Hi. How are you guys? Hey, how's it going? You had a wonderful holiday. Oh, we did. And uh, thank you for all you do. Hmm. Um, Ironically, when you first started this podcast, all you did was get everything wrong, uh, so much wrong. In fact, I have a list here. (laughs) So I believe like our first or second episode, Uh we had our mission statement is something like mostly MXPX, um, mostly accurate or something Something like like that. that. And I feel like... We've stuck to that. I think our record is is mostly pretty good. I feel like we're pretty good. We haven't had to bust out the our uh, correction corner too much. No, we've had a handful, but uh, you know, maybe people just aren't calling calling us out enough. Maybe maybe we maybe we need more of that. Yeah. Well, it uh, sounds like we're about to get uh, <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, a very, very long list uh, <laughs> that I will go through point by point for you. We're ready. Uh, about things that you have gotten wrong. Okay, let's do it. Uh, that all said, uh, I also I, before I got into that, I wanted to tell you that I think, uh, you know, this has gotten better. Hmm. Um, you, guys, you guys are kind of figuring out this podcast thing. And, uh, <laughs> and it's only taken 27 <laughs> episodes, but we do we do appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, people seem to enjoy listening to you uh, babble, um, <laughs> although mostly wrong, mm-hmm. about things. Sure. So let's uh, get into this thing already. Uh, you know, if compliment to you is number three on my list, uh, number four <laughs> is please don't get in the middle of uh, me and uh, Daniel Starrett. Uh, good old Starrett is great to us. Um, he, uh, I paid him in information the other day to keep his silence on matters of uh, important security with MXPX. Mm. Uh, those details are things you want to know. And uh, full disclosure, I told him, be- and then I told him not to tell you because I <laughs> thought that was funny. Okay, look. <laughs> Danny stares our dad yes. under the stairs, <laughs> living in John's basement with Andy Husted. Right. So, you know, I say don't get between us yeah. and Danny's stairs Ooh. because we have something you as a Slytherin will never understand, <laughs> and that is love and friendship, <laughs> and I feel sorry for you. Classic Harry. Uh, I think Danny may have resigned his <laughs> representation of us, though. That remains to be seen. Okay. Uh, there are... Uh, there, there's, there's some <coughs> talks between ah. uh, Adam and Danny Stairs, but mm, CJ 
Wait. Yes. No, Adam, Adam from North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. CJ is going to do our music videos. <laughs> yep. Adam yep. may represent us in this post Danny Stairs era. <laughs> yes. If if that's the route that Danny Stairs <laughs> decides to go, which I hope he doesn't like because some choices ahead. we do. We have a uh, we have some hard choices, hard road. Uh, number 5. Uh I am here to address uh you know Five's not that important. Okay, number here. Let's just jump ahead. Number forty-one. <laughs> uh, I'm here to address the the problem that you guys seem to have uh, uh, with the Kickstarter campaign mm-hmm. and uh, the misinformation that you have told the public mm-hmm. in regards to MXPX. And, mm-hmm. uh, if you go back through the Kickstarter, mm-hmm. uh, never in it. Does it say that we would not release the album to the public? Um, it does on a few key things. And maybe we did call it Hotables, which I heard that you might have said. Um, I did. However, uh, clearly on day one, the reason we are asking for money is for the marketing of said record. It was never to record the record. So... Why would we ask money from the public to market a record worldwide if we didn't have a record to market or if we were going to just give the record to the people that helped us with the campaign? You know, that is that is a fair point. Um, I seem to remember hearing something on the live stream that they had been doing and I think I'm maybe just misunderstood. So, uh, point taken my bad. And you did lay it out kind of clearly on the Kickstarter page. So I think I just kind of, eh. kind of blew it. I'm not worried about it. I'm not really worried about <laughs> it. Everybody's already, this is, it's kind of old news anyway, because Kickstarter's over. People got their shit. Um, finally, finally, that makes no sense. And it makes me think that you have poor reading retention skills. Mm-hmm. The old ad hominem. Well done. No, comprehension <laughs> is the word. No. Never claimed to be good at vocabulary. Mm. I'm not good at reading. You're not good at talking. So there we go. Anyway, um, that being said, mm-hmm. moving on to a more important topic. Number 42, uh, this conspiracy regarding Andrew's merch um, as a us retaliating against his um, misinformation, if you will, used on this podcast. Um, I'm going to claim publicly that uh, he made it all up. Andrew made it all up. Who are you going to believe, me or him? Oh, man. Yikes. Okay, so a couple things here. I I like how it's me. It's my misinformation <laughs> as yeah. if there's no partnership in in this podcast. It's 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 the fuck Andrew show. <laughs> I always assumed that it was like in retaliation for any hot takes, possibly we had. negative things we've had to say about I didn't uh, think it was had anything to do I thought if I thought it was anything it was that we didn't like before everything and after or something. Some of us. 
It's your it's your number nine record. Well, according to Riker, that's pretty high on the list. Um, no, I, I sideburn Riker. I just like it more than you, but yeah, no, yeah, barely, <laughs> yeah, barely. <laughs> yeah, sw- switching nine and ten is not fair. It's not really saying much, but I also would like to say that he doesn't provide any evidence to the contrary, other than nope. Yeah. And he, if you go back to one of our episodes, not that far back, by the way, and you hear CJ Funk from the sketch uh-huh. talk about how he ordered his stuff <laughs> from just the merch arsenal. Yeah. He didn't do any of the Kickstarter and he got his stuff before I did. So, yeah. What now, Tom? What now? <laughs> you tell me who's making shit up. That's right. Um, Looking at my list, I will not comment further on that matter. Um, I was instructed by, uh, again, our legal counsel, uh, Danny Stairs. <laughs> now, uh, let's jump farther ahead. 57 on my list of things that I had to tell Andrew and John. Um, John, seriously though, man, I'm, I'm actually starting to like you on this podcast. Uh, you seem like somebody that we would uh, keep around. So, uh, <sighs> you, and, you and Harriet. <laughs> um, I really, I really enjoy Harriet's hot takes. Oh, good. Um, the clips that I've heard, I think she's been more on the ball than Andrew <laughs> in most cases. So, <laughs> even though it seems like um, Tom hates me, at least we can all agree that Harriet is universally loved yeah. and rightfully and deservedly so. She would have gotten her Kickstarter rewards right on time <laughs> for sure. Which, by the way, where are the MXPX uh, dog jackets? I'm saying, yeah, where that would be, yeah, the, what the, the like dog jacket. dog onesies or something. Yeah, that'd be great. A little dog with like the <laughs> diamonds. Di- yeah, diamonds uh, on the collar. That's we gotta start that's planning a, for next Christmas. That is a slam dunk. <laughs> Come on, tens of people <laughs> would buy those. Tens of people who love give me Christmas. Uh, side note, there are some people who were ragging on Give mm. Me Christmas on mm. Instagram. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe some people think it's cheese or whatever, but that no song, way. that song is too good. Best song they've ever done. Yep. One hundo. Now, uh, 57, like I was saying, uh, is this important because... Uh, I wanted to tell you guys that I, I um, again, I really didn't like this thing when it began. Uh, I mean, I didn't pay much attention to it, just to be honest. But what what you were able to do, you did something that I thought was pretty cool, where I got a look into the lives of a certain type of MXPX fan. Um, and, you know, I think... I originally, when I, I listened to one episode, maybe it was the Ever Passing Moment episode or something like that, and uh, the beginning of it. And the minute you weren't in love with my life story, uh, <laughs> it, and, and not liking the Ever Passing Moment as a record, I mean, it told me that you guys were incorrect. You know, 90s fans. Fake and news. I'd like to remind you that it's 2018, and MXPX has been around for. Uh, fuck man, 26, almost 27 years. And 
slowly going the way Buffalo came out five years into their career. There's been a lot, uh, a lot going on. And these records that you shit on, <laughs> ever passing moment before everything and after, um, have sold a lot of records. And in some cases, more than life in general has sold. And I think um, it is doing a disservice to not address the fact that this has been a long career and that there are different arcs to it. And then there are different fans. There are people who picked up this band uh, around Ever Passing Moment and For Everything and After. and Or like um, my buddy over there that loves Secret Weapon. Um, okay, but that, that is a little weird. I'm going to give you that. Um, but it... I think when I hear routinely that everything has to be religious and everything has to be, um, and not religious, it's going a little too far, but relating everything to God and, you know, coming from your perspective, I think it's really interesting because you helped me figure out that, like, everybody's going to have their own story about what they think this band is. Um, and maybe that's the danger of listening to a fan podcast. Um, but I love the perspective that you gave. I just think uh, in a lot of cases you're wrong <laughs> about what is good and what is not good. Um, the one thing that I... So before we move on... Talk about hot takes. We need to clear something up. Because in this instance, to quote Luke Skywalker, <laughs> amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. Yeah. I don't remember shitting on ever passing moments. Okay. okay, so here's the thing. We're gonna, I'm going to give him an out. Are we not merciful? <laughs> I'm going to assume that he hasn't listened to nearly all approximately 60 hours. Could be. Worth of Magnified Pod. He's not Danny Stairs, after all. No. First, neither... I, I had to write this a lot of this down because there's just, <laughs> like, so much of what he said that was... Uh, slandering our good names. Yeah. So, first off... Neither of us hate the ever-passing moment or shit on it. I wouldn't even say that I hate Before Everything and After, um, even though it is my least favorite album. But what we have, we have emphasized multiple times on the pod, even though we're not fans necessarily of Before Everything and After and Secret Weapon. First, we still have songs on those albums that we really like. For sure. Um, But... And we have talked about how incredible it is for a band that's been around for as long as MXPX has to put out only two albums that we're both kind of like eh, right. on. That is an amazing streak. You yeah. have some bands that have been around as long as MXPX have who haven't put out and you know a good single good record in a long time. And some people think... You know, this is, I think they have an amazing streak. Yeah. And it's a feat that I have only two albums that I'm kind of like aren't in my regular rotation. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that being said, we've reiterated countless times that, yes, everybody comes to the band at different times. Right. Some people, it's Ever Passing Moment. Others, it's Before Everything and After. 
I'm curious about when he came to the band. That's what I want to know. I didn't hear any love for teenage politics. In there. No, evidently, um, word on the street is it's not as it's not as jam. Um, you know, but for us, it was teenage politics that we came right. uh, to the band. And yes, that album was released in '95. But so we have that nostalgic connection to the record. But we also said on the self-titled episode that it is arguably the best record they have ever released. Right. We have that on record on the podcast that we said that we're not only praising no. albums from the 90s. We both have the new record in our top 5. Yes. I mean that's that's pretty we good. We also had it as the top in our top 10s of the albums of right. 2018. Um and we also said, you know, we both had panic in our top fives. Right. So that's a, that's a mid year record. Um, and I want to be clear about something because he brought up, um, uh, certain albums charting more or selling more than life in general. And yes, we did cover those on, in those episodes. We did yeah. talk about Buffalo going gold and before everything after being the highest charting of all the records. Um, however, album sales do not, a good record make right there are plenty of bands that sell shitloads of albums and i think we could argue that they are not amazing pieces of art and by that logic before everything and after is better than the self-titled because of its charting position right i like to think we've been pretty fair about acknowledging some people really like these records yeah we whatever. have some people don't we like to we we rag on Riker because of you know, secret weapon, but it's, we're not serious. Like, yeah, it's not our favorite. We, it, a lot of it is sort of in jest, you know, we joke about right. Aaron Sprinkle. We joke about some of the, the cheese factor on some of the songs, but like, you know, just in the way that Mike doesn't want people to take certain of his songs too seriously. Right. I don't want, I hope people don't take us seriously. That like, we actually hate Aaron Sprinkle or, or something. It's just, it's like, it's like a, it's a, you know, fake rivalry that he doesn't even know exists. <laughs> right. Um, you know, but furthermore, regarding religion and relating things to God, I'm not exactly sure what he's talking about here. Maybe he's talking about how we, talking about how we both grew up kind of in that Christian scene and that's kind of what we were into, but, um, we had, I mean, I kind of assume that what he's saying is that we did talk about after the first few records, we lamented that there was like not as much of a focus on themes of justice and that that's a, that's sort true. Of introspective, heavier themes. I think that's fair, but I think saying that we were disappointed that they don't talk about God anymore is <laughs> fake news. Incorrect. It's wholly incorrect. I did say on the first impressions, that brief 30 minute app that we did that, um, I was sort of wondering before that came out if, uh, what the tone of the record might be and if Mike would have like a breakup with God song. Right. You're um, disappointed that there wasn't sort of an well, addressing of that. I, yeah. Like, and, but here's the thing. It's like, I don't want religious MXPX songs and, and so what you have to understand about me 
um, on a personal level, Tom, and this is something that you would um, maybe like, and this is not like trying to be an asshole. Like if you listen to the the pod more, but like if you, I'd, I'd have mentioned a lot on, on the pod that, um, I'm not a Christian anymore. I was growing up very seriously and I went to seminary, uh, to study, um, religion and interfaith dialogue and, you know, what Mike believes and what others believe very much interests me from an epistemological standpoint. I like hearing how people arrived at their beliefs, mm-hmm. how they rationalize them, religious or other or otherwise. Um, so I'm not one of those fans that says, you know, like people, you go to like a YouTube video and it's like, oh, they're not Christian anymore. It's like, I right. don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter what matters it matters to me from a human at a human level, not an artistic level, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think he needs to take the shells out of his eyes, you know? That's the first step to Kairos time. That is so. that is true. And that's a that's a deep cut from Ever Passing Moments. A record I hate. A record and everybody who bought it is yeah. dumb. <laughs> yeah. I think you had it at number it was, eight. It was low. It was low. But that doesn't that doesn't like our rankings like i think i had my i think mine was six yeah i think uh because i think plans for me was seven um but what we are those rankings and i feel like we tried to be clear about that in the episode where we ranked them is that a lot of those albums could be interchanged yeah. a lot and, of us, and folks who've written into have said the six through eight is particularly malleable. Yeah. Those views. Yeah. And, and so like, even though we might like as a whole, not like certain albums, like I, as, as I've listened to a lot of Arthur in the past, you know, number of weeks preparing for this episode and watching live videos of Mike, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm really impressed with Mike's songwriting over the years and yeah, we love teenage politics, but is Mike a better singer, songwriter, performer than he was in 95? 100%. Yeah. And <coughs> by no means are we trying to do a disservice to any of those albums because I feel like we've tried to be as clear as possible that, you know, even though we're hard on certain songs, um, that doesn't mean we don't like the albums as a whole, like in other songs on it or that we don't like the band or something. It's so... I don't know. I think I think there might have been some episodes that might have cleared up some of this uh, for you. But uh, anything else before we move on to his one of his final points? I think you should just just binge all the eps. Just yeah. banging out in a weekend. Do it. Yeah, man. You got you got a uh, you can if you got two and a half days, you can just. <laughs> 
just cruise through. Because yeah. I, what I did is I dumped all of the episodes into one playlist, and it said okay. it was two and a half days. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's a lot of pod. Just put it on while you're sleeping, and our hot takes will seep into your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And then you'll come out waking up being like, teenage politics. <laughs> the best. It is the best. <laughs> just you're, you're a moonhead now. <laughs> I really wanted to say in this, uh, you know, helping you make the podcast three and a half hours this time mm-hmm. is you're probably going to be really unhappy with our set list because we do not play this shit from Poconatcha and teenage politics. And, uh, I think as time has gone on, there's even less and less of from Buffalo and life in general on the set list. We, they do play those songs. There's, there's a good amount in, in there, but like, we're not heavy on those tunes. Um, what you hear on at the show is not what you're going to hear in 2019 from XPX. Um, you know, and that's that's totally valid, and it makes 100 percent sense. If you uh, look at my set list that I suggested I wanted to hear, yeah. it's quite heavy on recent songs. Yeah, and the fact that we would be unhappy at the set list we've been clamoring for the goddamn show information (laughs) for months dude so we're not gonna be unhappy with any of it but here's the thing we understand the band has been around for almost 27 years and they have 10 full-length albums scores of eps and it's going to be harder to represent each of those albums at every show, so we get it. And you, they should be heavier on the new album. We're not going to fault them for that, but it's not doesn't mean I'm not going to dream about hearing Americanism or Study Humans live. Right. I mean, I think you know a lot of people have if they have their dream set lists that we you know, we talked about. You know, they there's there's a lot that spans <coughs> people's set set lists. Yeah, I mean, 2019 MXPX is different than, um, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, but that doesn't mean that people stop caring about those albums because as as you made it abundantly clear in the beginning of this message, people came to the band at a different time, and we're an older generation of fan, so it would make sense that we have connection to those to those records. Um, but I'm still going to be pumped if they, if play it loud comes on. Yeah, man. I mean, that'd be, that'd be sick. And I am, I'm not, there are plenty of, uh, there's a handful of secret weapon tunes. I'd be, I even think I had some on my top, on my, uh, my set list. I'm pretty sure I had, uh, had one on there. So, um, yeah, going to dispel that, that we would be disappointed at any set list. Yeah. Nonsense. Um, and we like it that way. And, you know, I, I think uh, now now I'm getting kind of long-winded here. But Welcome to the pod, bro. I, again, I wanted to say that I do actually appreciate the perspective. And I learned a thing about people who would go to Christian bookstores and <laughs> the way that they were marketed uh, and the honesty I really liked and um, that that means I would pull you out of the trash can if you had told me all this in high school, okay, Andrew? Very generous. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been an interesting thing. I just uh, there's a lot of really good songs in 
those later records or middle year records, I should say. We agree. We agree. Cosine. And we still, the band still plays a lot of them. I'm glad they do, <laughs> and they should. And we still market a, market a lot of them. Good. <laughs> and um, lastly, in closing, um, I think it is really important that when you look at the arc of the band, because you clearly came from this, like some of these later things you had never even listened to. Um, so neither of us had really, we missed plans. Yeah. I, I missed plans. I'll just speak from my own experience. Yep. My last um, full length of theirs that I bought was Secret Weapon. Uh, and then I missed, I missed plans, but uh, I got introduced to that. I don't remember when I got introduced to it, but um, yeah, we we did have a uh, sort of a reintroduction to the band mm-hmm. in more recent years. Um, I know that John has seen them in recent years live more yeah. uh, than I have, but um, yeah. So yeah, it is true. I mean, I. As I've said, I I fell off before Secret Weapon, um, and Panic I had but didn't really absorb that much. And now Panic is my number four. Yeah, one right. of my favorite MXPX records. So good. I love Plans. Yeah, Plans um, is great. So yes, I I do love many of the later records. Yeah. The relationship with Tooth and Nail was not good. Um, I'm not going to go into detail. It, it, it was a big deal. And that led to them going um, to a major label. About that time, Tooth and Nail needed MXPX. MXPX was Tooth and Nail's 1990s cash cow. If you look back and you look with that narrative, it makes a lot of sense. Um, when they left, Tooth and Nail found ways to still do business with A&M. <laughs> with MXPX's name, which led to a lot of, you know, rumors, um, misinformation, all that wonderful stuff. And um, the reason MXPX went back to Tooth and Nail in 2006 was because we got the publishing back, uh, which was a big deal why they left in the first place. But when it came time to the new record together, well, so Secret Weapon at that moment. Um, basically, the way it worked was the band was going to stay with Side One Dummy, but Tooth and Nail owned our intellectual property. And in the deal for Secret Weapon, we got that property back. And that was why we returned to Tooth and Nail. That's why they did the re-release of Let It Happen and, and why they did uh, the On the Cover 2. All that got like his songs back and then once that contract was done we were away from tooth and nail and moving forward we're not going back it's just that simple um for better or for worse so there's a lot out there there's a lot of fun mxpx stories and um one day we'll tell them but i wanted to clear some things up i wanted to make fun of you a little bit uh, thanks for being good sports about it. Um, I'm not really the founding member of Bad Religion. I just thought you were gullible and would believe it. Okay, bye. 
Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. That for, was that was fascinating. That was fascinating. Um, those, I believe we covered all of that I about tooth we, and nail. We and did. I think but, we you know. did talk about that. I think we did talk about that with maybe Jason Hockney Zymet, who you know, Tom, is also another person who's been on our podcast. So Tom, a lot of the later Magnified Pod episodes are pretty good if you yeah. give them a chance. Yeah, uh, if you check. I think some of those like out. I just don't think you're giving uh, some of like the middle yeah. era of Magnified Pod a right, chance. Right. Like those are some of the most downloaded episodes. Yeah, done. I feel like if you look at some of those knows i mean it seems like you listen to like you're kind of like an early podcast guy right, right, right. and like the first kind of the earlier episodes but i really feel like you're missing out on some of those middle podcast episodes so it's true um we i just did have a falling out with starburst and that's why that's we haven't true about yeah them wrigley while, wrigley was not happy with our take on yellow yeah right, right. um so there's a lot of Magpod stories out there. Yes, yeah, there are. We're, we will tell them. <laughs> hey, buddy, we are very glad that you called in. And yes. for real, like, we would love to talk more. Yeah. We're glad that you... We'll come down to Hotlanta. Yeah, man. And, you know, maybe... <coughs> is that where he is? I think he's in Atlanta. New Orleans? New, is it New Orleans? I think we should spread misinformation about him. I think he he sounds like a he's from Florida. He's a Florida guy. <laughs> and that way he can come back on and tell us that we got stuff wrong. Yeah, us, so. I would like that. Uh, yeah, I thought he was... I Yeah, I don't remember where he's from now. I thought he was... There's no way to find out. There's so. no way. Yeah, he's New Orleans. Why did I think Atlanta? Well... Well, I'm just going to keep spreading this misinformation. <laughs> Tom Chichilla is from Atlanta, Georgia, and I, I'm pretty sure he was serious when he said he was in bad religion, though. Like I think that was true. So, um, well, let's get we'll we'll uh, reach out to Stephen Edgerton, yeah. and we'll see what we'll see what he has to say. Yeah, for real though, Tom. Thanks for thanks for listening. We appreciate to any it. Of it and for calling in. And uh, yeah, we appreciate what you do for the band. Yeah, uh, obviously you do a tremendous amount for the band. We, as fans, appreciate it, uh, and we are extremely excited about 2019 MXPX. Yeah. I couldn't be more excited. We're so excited we've done uh, 60 hours worth of talking about them, in fact, <laughs> yeah, most is, of which is not negative. That is true. <laughs> it's almost like if you listen back to the 60 hours of what we cover you might be able to pull out a couple hours of stuff where we're like, this is not great. But again, like we said, to have a career where 58 hours of the talking points are glowing and positive and we spend hours and hours of our free time talking about how much these dudes rule. I mean, come on. We are really excited for whatever shows come up in this year. I am going to do my best to try and go to as many Chicago-adjacent shows as I can. Yep. Maybe maybe if they play First Ave hey, up in I would go. Minneapolis, hell yeah, I'd go. Seen them there. You've seen them there? Many a time. Yeah? Back in the day. Snap. What about, uh, would you go to Madison or Milwaukee? Yeah, man. I'd go there for sure. I'd go everywhere. Um, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm excited, man. I can't, you're, I mean, Friday tonight, you, you talk about how pumped you'd be to see that live. 
I'd yeah. love to hear. Here's the thing. 11 songs on the new album. Yeah. All of them are great. Yeah. You can't say that about almost any other MXPX album. Even Buffalo, yeah. which is both of our top, is, is, is a three, three yeah. for both of us, still has some songs on it where we're like, eh. Yeah. You know, kid, quit it. <laughs> yes. You know, it's so the new album, arguably the best. However, nostalgia yeah. wins yep. in a lot of ways. So I digress. We don't need to go. We've this is <laughs> a well worn like, this is a well worn road that yes. we've been down. Uh, that was that was a, a, a lengthy Tom Chichilla segment. Yeah, it was almost like he was a a guest on the podcast, <laughs> an angry additional guest. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Tom so, is not angry. Tom is not angry. It's his hang, his handle. His I'm handle like, on the gram. <laughs> So let's let's go to should we do like a hard uh cut to like the most opposite of that? <laughs> sure. Let's do uh let's do CJ. Um because he has some nice things to say. Hey boys, CJ here. Um wow, two episodes in a week. That's right. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Loving it. I uh I listened to uh, you guys chatting with Jared Scott there. That was an awesome one. Um, I had lots of takes, but I forgot to call you guys. And now Friday morning, you drop a new one. Awesome. I'm just driving to work. Roads are covered in ice, like literal ice. Uh, you can't even touch your brakes. It's crazy. That's how, that's how we roll up in the sketch, though. First day of winter, ice everywhere on the road. It's crazy, and everybody forgets how to drive. Careful, bro. It's amazing. I I have to call in and just uh, respond to Adam. Like, uh, I second what he says about everything. It's like, I love that you guys talk politics, you talk religion, you talk about all that crap and how it all fits in MXPX. And maybe I've said this before, but that's what I love about this show. Adam said it you, you get together with friends and stuff like that and you rarely get to talk about you know things that you really want to geek out about like mxpx and stuff like that uh and you know religion and all that kind of stuff um i love it i love it uh, keep keep it going um i got so much to say about like you know uh, what jared was talking about jerry you and jared scott and hell being fake and all that i mean that's one of my favorite pet topics yeah, bro. It's kind of a weird one. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's like <laughs> you get together with <laughs> friends, old old church friends, and they're like, yeah, I don't want to hear about it, you know. But right. I, I got one good friend that I've been recording a podcast with for uh, for about a year, and uh, he's an author of some books that about about basically, he, you know, how Christ, you know, the Messiah taught us that, you know, hell and Satan aren't a literal thing. It's like all there. But anyway. I don't want to get into that on here, but I just, I love hearing other people exploring issues and all this kind of stuff. And, um, I don't know. It's just fascinating to me. You guys are two, you know, you got a Christian and atheist, uh, left leaning liberal, uh, and vegan to top it all <laughs> off. And, and you guys are so reasonable and caring and charismatic. And I think we all know there's, uh, there's plenty of, uh, there's plenty of people in any of those groups that are complete whack jobs that you don't even really want to be around. So Fact. I, I love that, you know, we can all get together and, and listen to you guys chat and uh, 
send some feedback and we don't have to all be like on the same page as long as we're like willing to accept each other. And, uh, yeah, it's good times. Merry Christmas to you guys. And we'll catch up in the new year. Thank Popular. Oh, thanks buddy. See, what you a know, great message. yeah. Right. And so nice to hear from somebody who listens to the show <laughs> and <laughs> someone who listens and appreciates and, you know, has like context for, you know, the comments that he's making and, <laughs> You know, it's great. You know, he hears what other people say on the show, responds to them. It's almost like he listens <laughs> weekly and kind of knows what he's talking about. Um, yeah. But we really appreciate that, CJ. That's really, it's really nice. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, bud. I, yeah. When I got this, I got this voicemail um, <coughs> right as I was starting my my Christmas time off. And I was nice. just like, it just really warmed my heart. I, we really appreciate like honestly, anybody anybody who listens, it just we really really appreciate and value any of the feedback, and it's also like the feedback that you give helps us determine kind of what we what we talk about. So if you like hearing us talk about religion, kind of our personal experiences there, then yeah, we will talk about that. If mm-hmm. um, if you don't, you know, we'll we'll. We'll try and we try and switch it up. That's why it's a very it's a long winded, long format kind of show because we can we can talk about talk about whatever. So uh, yeah, we we do our best over here at Magpod to be <laughs> um, open minded and reasonable. Yes. Uh, yeah, you know the the state of America is not super reasonable. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know. Maybe maybe they've got it. Fig- it seems they got it figured out at least a little bit better up in up in Canada. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on in the sketch though. Icy roads, notwithstanding. Icy, not, yeah. Careful, man. That's that sounds terrifying. Yeah. So uh, stay safe. Get on those. Get on those icy boots. Put some <laughs> chains on your tires or something. Did you see that hard times uh, story about <laughs> yes. snow the... snow chains for your winter chucks? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yep, genius. Love it. Uh let's get some let's get some Nikki P. We haven't heard from Nikki P in a while. Nikki P. Mary MXP X Max, my dude. <laughs> this is your boy Nikki P. So much content to comment on, which I'm not which I'm not sad about. So I'm very happy. It was, it was a beautiful Christmas surprise. But number one, I just want to give Riker some love for being a good sport. And just being an overall a good dude. Um Co-sign. I will, you know, I'll give I'll give a little bit, Riker. I will say, you know, your rankings I don't agree with, but I am also a quasi the album secret weapon. So is he pulling a little Danny stairs there for a second? <laughs> Maybe he was just so embarrassed he had to cast. Yeah. <laughs> he just moved away from the yeah. it's like secret weapon. It actually helped me rediscover MXPS. After, you know, the the dark years of, <laughs> of my life. So oh. anyway, uh, also, Chicago meetup sounds super dope. Yeah. And I've never been to Chicago. So oh, bro. my first, uh, if, if I'm going to break my Chicago cherry, yeah. and it's with my magnified pot family, I would be honored. Dude. I like it. And uh, another Make thing, speaking of dope, uh, Andrew asked if I was high. So, for those who didn't hear, um, 
or understand the, the context. In a previous episode, he Nikki P left a message, and I was like, "Dude, is are you high?" <laughs> and he just said uh, he wasn't high, and he's never actually smoked in his life. So that's that's what he said. If you couldn't understand it, if you, you can believe it, if you, if you want, but I haven't. Um, I have always had this voice that sounds like I'm high. I actually had <laughs> multiple people in high school ask me, ask to buy weed off of me because they just assumed that I was, you know, I was Nick P. I, that's just what I do. I get high. I'm, I've never been high. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. No, You know, another thing. So I mean, he's got high voice. You know, he doesn't have a high voice. Right. He's got, he's a, high got voice. a high voice. He just, it's, it's, it's the... I don't know what the it's a particular quality of the voice that you just sound you're chill, bro. You're a mellow bro. Yeah. I don't really know how else to describe. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, it's we I mean our our relationship is via voicemails and it's a soothing voice to listen to, man. You should do a pod yourself. It's a nice it's a nice, nice, soothing voice. I haven't commented on this whole Starburst <laughs> oh, Christ. controversy. <laughs> uh, here's a hot take. Starbursts are a garbage candy. <laughs> they don't even count. Wow. So, you know, some of you might hear that, and you're like, I'm not buying it, Nikki P. You have had to have had a Starburst before. <laughs> but Starbursts are garbage. Okay. And... If I were to pick a best, it's pink. Fact. But the only GMO candy that I want are <laughs> GMO peanut butter candies. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, if I think about something else to comment on, uh, I will leave another voicemail. I hope you all have a holiday and many smooches. Yes. Magnified pod for life. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Um, so correct about about the pink starburst being best wrong about them being garbage <laughs> um you didn't clarify what kind of peanut butter candies are we talking reese's cups pieces yeah. m&ms m&ms peanut m&ms my dope, fave dope af yeah uh there's no clarification um thanks nikki p guys uh if there's a Chicago show, um, I don't know. At this point, it, I, it, it might Tom might cancel it just to fuck with us. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Who knows? But if there is a Chicago show, uh, there will 100% be a Magpod meetup. Yes. Um, we're already, you know, if 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 this happens, you know, we're it's it's go time. We're we're renting. We're we're getting hotel rooms. We're getting the booze ready. We're getting. You're gonna wreck those. Hotel I'm gonna go rooms. wreck those hotel rooms. We'll invite um, Mike and Mark Hoppus there, and hopefully find a pool with some girl with glasses and yep. push her in. Um, so, uh, going from this one candy to another, we have a call from April with a with some takes. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> it's girl April. Um, I'm wondering what this whole Google Hangout thing is about that I'm supposed to be a part of because I'm a Patreon now. Are you guys not letting me in there because I'm a girl? No. 
Okay. No, that is that is not what's happening. John, we we need to we need to schedule some of those those Patreon hangouts. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, but you know, we have some people who live on the West Coast. We have Danny Stairs, who's East Coast time. We're in the Midwest. We gotta we gotta figure out how we can make this work for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So we might need to we gotta figure this out because no, we're not excluding you, April. That is nonsense. We love you. Think I can handle your like dirty jokes and shit? Because you know I can. Yeah, you can. Um. Yeah. So other thoughts. I think that we need to move on from the Starburst controversy. <laughs> Agreed. And discuss Skittles because I personally. I don't really like them, but I love sour Skittles. Um, but, you know, my tops are orange and yellow, which I'm sure you guys don't agree with. Um, but then there's the whole thing where they turn that green into green apple and took away the lime. Like, what the fuck is that? The green apple is disgusting. Anyways, just keep the thought. Uh, love you guys. Bye. Okay. Uh, I will 100% co-sign any sour candy. Yeah, I agree. I love sour candy. Making them sour only makes them better. Yeah, I'm fact. with her on that. Uh, sour Patch Kids. Yep. My jam. Big fan. Uh, gummy candy. Yep. It's a huge guilty pleasure <laughs> yeah. for me. Um, into it, super into it. Skittles are not really my thing. If I had to choose... Like, uh, I see Skittles are like this weird kind of in between candy because you have, I had this conversation recently about, about Starbursts, about how they're in this sort of taffy area of candy. So they're with like the hard chewy candy. So, um, sort of like now and laters, which are also kind of a hard, but sort of a chewy candy it's kind of weird yeah but um and skittles are like if you combined m&ms and starburst right they're weird but i'm i'm way more would be on board with jolly ranchers yeah because interesting. jolly ranchers i think are another one of those uh candies that probably get people up in arms because they're yeah i think People seem to not like the, the the sour apple. Oh, that's my favorite one. That's your favorite. The green one. Interesting. Yeah, is is that it? What she was just saying. Yeah. Well, like she was talking about the sour apple Skittles. Oh, right. Or the right. green the apple. Jolly Rancher. The Jolly Rancher. I think it's my favorite. I might need to do another taste test. You have to do another taste test. Um, but I am totally down with the watermelon. Yeah, watermelon's which is, good. Which is unsurprising for me too but there so it was like watermelon uh great there's grape which is also garbage because it's a i think it's probably like a concord grape yeah which is tastes like medicine or something yeah lame i would take i would take the apple over the grape any day you know what's my jam is what's that sour punch you know those the the Uh, straws they got the straws and they got the bites Oh, I'm really I into those. I didn't. Oh, they're like the they're like the straws, but cut up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> punk style. <laughs> just like cut up. Yeah, just slice them up. Those are my those are my go to sour gummy if I have the option. Interesting. Yeah. What is it like? Because I feel like you're getting robbed of candy because yeah. it's like they're hollow. 
Sure. As opposed to like a Sour Patch Kid, which is like yeah, a gummy yeah. bear, but I don't covered know. I like, in... I like the flavors they got over there in Sour Punch. <laughs> really right. doing things right. I think, uh, I think we're going to need to get some... I think so. Some feedback on what we should talk about. Other people can't, other candy choices. Yeah. But for, we're definitely going to need to get ourselves a bag of Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> yeah. And maybe good. some Skittles. I'm into it. To talk about this. Um, let's go to, uh, you know what? We're going to, I think we're going to have to. Hit the pause here. Hit the pause because we're going to have to, what we're going to do, folks. We little have tease, little tease here. We have a lot of voicemails. Yep. And this is already getting, we've already broken an hour, oh, and geez. we and we still have a lot of songs, some songs to cover. So what we're gonna do, uh, we don't want to deny talking about your voicemails because we have some really nice voicemails, and then we have the Danny Stairs voicemails. Um, so <laughs> I just got <laughs> I just got that. Yeah, <laughs> being a dick. That's just me. No, we have a lot of voicemails. We don't want to. Uh, rush through them. So we're going to do a midweek bonus app where we just kind of go through some of your voicemails because we took a break. Yep. We have a lot of calls and we don't want to ignore uh, your calls. You took the time to give us a call. So we want to hear you out. So we'll release a bonus app uh, midweek. Be yep. on the lookout for that. And, uh, but what we're going to do is take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about our boys in Arthur. Arthur. And I think there might be a little controversy. Could be an interesting discussion. We will see. BRB. And we're back, and we're talking Arthur. Yeah, we are. Um, so, John, this is uh, an interesting, interesting thing for me because I've been thinking about this a lot over the past number of weeks as we've been preparing and thinking about it. Um been thinking about a couple things uh the first thing is why didn't i get into arthur yeah and two um that is why didn't i get into them when they were first released loneliness is bliss right and two would i have actually gotten into them if i yeah picked up the record back in 99 because I remember um, a buddy in high school had this, and I learned, I was like, and he was like, oh, this is Mike Herrera's MXPX side project. And I was like, and that was my first awareness that I was like, that was a thing? You can yeah. do that? Right. I had no idea that side projects existed um, at that point, really. Maybe this was... I don't remember. Maybe well, maybe did I? When was Cooties? Was Cooties ninety eight? Yeah, or ninety 
seven even? Because I don't remember when I first heard the Cooties. It was definitely yeah. high school. Yep. Pre-Arthur, um, for pre-Arthur. sure. Pre-Arthur. Anyway, it was still sort of a weird concept that, like, because Cooties felt wholly different than Arthur because this was sure. still Mike's voice. Yeah. It was his writing. Yeah, I don't. I think we talked about this, that, like, it was weirdly hard to find, I felt like. Yeah, I don't know how my buddy got the CD, though. Like, uh, you would have had, probably had to have gone to a show, or did they sell it in... I remember seeing it at stores. Because this is a Rock City... Right, it was the first Rock City release. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I didn't have it. I never even really heard it. Um, I was aware of them, and I was aware that they had this reputation that they had formed as a side project for material that didn't quite fit MXPX, like slower and more emo. But I don't know. I just, I, I felt like maybe the, the vibe around it was that it was just kind of tossed off, but I never really heard it talked about. So I didn't pay much attention to it. Um, yeah, we should say that this is all three members of MXPX, uh, plus Neil Hunt, who is their tech and uh, good Charlotte tech, um, mm-hmm. on bass and Mike is on guitar here. Yep. And they were named Arthur for all their middle names. So Mike's middle name is Arthur. Tom went by Edmund. Yuri went by Zane. And Neil went by Alexander. Um, and I think they toured once after the EP came out. Um, they did. They did um, a handful of festivals. They did right. Tom Fest in '99, and they did. They did play. A cornerstone set. Yeah, yeah. Um, which what year was that? That was, was that like two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I I remember. So it was no, it was two thousand three. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I so I watched that entire. You can find this entire Arthur Tom Fest set on YouTube. There's only like 600 views. It's interesting. Entitled Arthur MXPX Side Project Tom Fest 1999 Full Concert. It's just over 41 minutes. Uh, it is clocks in at maybe like 10 songs, okay. 10 or 11 songs. And uh, I'm spoiler alert. I am super into Arthur. Hmm. I told John before we recorded that there is not an Arthur song that I don't like. I disagree. (laughs) I will say, um, you know, I've talked in the past about how I use these color codes for the song as I'm going through my notes. And yellow means I really like a song, and there's no yellow in here for me. No, um, on any of the songs. No, lots, no, of, lots of green, which generally none is like, of the songs. No, there, there's no song. <laughs> I hope Tom Tuchel is not still listening. Oh my god, there's not a single song where you're like, "This rules." No, there's not. Wow, how um, that is? This is this is <laughs> shocking to me. I. 
think that they were a side band for a reason. Wow. I don't know. I yeah, it's are interesting. You, are you listening, Tom Chichilla? <laughs> this is Andrew's the guy who this likes is, the band. Does this all is the work. me, Andrew, talking to you about <laughs> how I like an MXPX side project. <laughs> I like Mike's writing and singing. Yeah. I I don't know. I I think that I, if I'm, I'm okay. We're, this is going to be super interesting then, because I thought this episode was going to be rather dull. Because I thought for sure we were going to be agree. on the same page about how so many of some of, the, of these songs rule. Huh. Interesting. Maybe you can help me see the lights. Maybe. I think the first record, "Loneliness Is Bliss," which came yes. out in '99, is probably something that I would have been okay with had I picked it up at the time, largely because, I mean, A, that emo sound was very, like, of the moment. Oh, late, it's, I mean, the late 90s, early 2000s, with the post-hardcore emo indie rock, you know, they, especially on Loneliness is Bliss, they have that quiet, loud, quiet dynamic. yeah. That is really common. Like, I think of bands like Piebald, Braid, Mm -hmm. Get Mm -hmm. Up Kids, Promise Ring. But at the same time, with these, like, quiet, loud, quiet dynamics, they're still infusing it with heavy punk riffs. Yeah. Yeah, I think... hmm, It's hard to say. It's it's a weird record to come to so much later. I think Which is why I was like... Would right fifteen year old Andrew have gotten into this because, as I had stated in a previous episode, that I loved Dashboard Confessional right. in yes. high school. I had that thought as I was listening, and I and so. But the, here's the thing, and maybe Tom has picked up on this. It seems that I have different standards and expectations for my boys in MXPX. Sure. You know, I I have uh, certain song styles and writing. Like, I want Ernest Mike. This is Ernest Mike. This is Ernest AF Mike. And, but I also love it because, especially with Watch the Years Crawl By, you know, Gosh, it's it's so nice to hear songs from <coughs> a punk band and a punk and a punk lyricist like Mike where he's like, Ah, oh, dang, I like being in love. It's great. <laughs> you know, and not be like, Girls ain't no good <laughs> You know? Yeah. And and um, and I also just need to call out, since we just talked to him, talk uh, about our boy Jared Scott, mm-hmm. uh, because he did the photography. I brought my Arthur vinyl with me. Um, for Watch the Years Crawl By. For Watch the Years Crawl By. That doesn't, vinyl doesn't exist for Loneliness is Bliss. Right. Uh, so everybody, I love, I love everything. <laughs> About all of it uh-huh. on everything. I love Yuri and the flat cap. Uh-huh. Um, I love Neil wearing the little fedora. Uh, I love Mike with his work shirt 
and all of his tats and his chops. <laughs> love the love that he brought the chops back in 2010 <laughs> because we haven't seen the likes of these chops in 15 years yeah. at that point. Um, you know, and you got like the dice and the whiskey on the back and like uh and you know, Yuri is rocking, you know, the um those um the glasses that I used to oh yeah that I used to the have horn rim the horn rim glasses yeah. the and they're like they got the cards you know I just I love I love everything about about this yeah uh, super into it uh, but we will get into the specifics of uh, the watch the ears crawl by record yeah um, so. I'll just say one more thing yes. in response to what you just said about um, about authentic Mike or what were we saying? Like earnest, earnest Mike. Earnest Mike. Like we've talked a lot about how sincere MXPX is great, um, and they've managed, especially lately, to be authentic without being syrupy. Yes, I feel like the lyrics on both these records are pretty far into the syrupy, basic uh, category. And like a lot of them, I can get down with when they were younger, but today they feel a little cringy. Um, um, there's something, there's something weird for me about. I don't know. I don't. I I don't know if it's because it's Arthur and not MXPX. Sure, we were talking about how we kind of gave Cooties some grace. Gave for being Cooties like a, different thing. Uh, a pass on a lot of the cringy moments that yeah. like does this hold up kind of moments where we're like you know <coughs> distance distortion factor and <laughs> ugly girls of yes, cellulite yes, 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 yes. <laughs> he's not a pretty sight <laughs> yeah cooties much more my vibe than arthur i'll just i'll just yeah, say that i mean you know there aren't going to be many punk jumps no, no. at an arthur show Some punk staring at the ground <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know like have we, have we talked about your uh, thoughts and ideas in regards to emo music have have you divulged? We have a little. I mean, I I was a big fan of the Get Up Kids, as we talked about. Okay. I mean, the early emo, like you were saying, uh, Promise Ring, like Rites of Spring. Yeah. That stuff I love. Um, Jimmy Eat World, like that. Sure. The later era Clarity. I was into. Yeah. And Braid and all the stuff you're saying, but like the dashboard stuff was not my jam. Wasn't your scene? A little too. Here's the thing, and me. this is like uh, high school Andrew, hard on the sleeve, yeah, super earnest to a fault, telling people the true meaning of Christmas. Oh God! <laughs> See, this is why Tom would have hated me because I was like so earnest and sincere, yeah. and emotional and sensitive, and it has it has served you well. <laughs> As a as a grown up, as man. an adult with empathy, <laughs> yeah, at the time, um, tough, as a, tough times. As, as a Hufflepuff, uh, <laughs> and the Hufflepuff to you know your Slytherin Tom, um, yeah, Gryffindor, you are not. Uh, <laughs> Pretty brave to have some of those hot takes, though. Yeah, right. Well, that's that's true, but he he's no <coughs> Hermione Granger. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. So I think yeah. All that to say, I think you were more more ready to receive emo than probably me. 
Well, I mean, yeah, you were, you were, uh, you're not, you're not fighting the system with an emo song. No, no. Yeah. And I, I wanted to tear the system apart as we all know. <laughs> uh, especially. Bro, so did I, but <laughs> I, I was just going to write a sad song about it. Yeah. I think me at the heights of my, um, most annoying was probably like as emo was cresting. And that was when I was the more like purist, like it's gotta be hard and, and yeah. Um, dirty or it's not punk. Um, well, I mean, if you, if you think about like a lot of the band that you just, you just named, not, I mean, no, there were, there were punk elements, but what made it emo was the earnestness and the uh, and of the lyrics. Yeah, it was. It wasn't necessarily about the music. It was always about the lyrics that made the early emo emo. Yeah, yeah. It just wasn't ever my acoustic guitar didn't much. come until later. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And I also feel like okay. This is the last thing I'm gonna say, and then we'll actually listen to some songs. Okay. Uh, that. I think I can give, and I probably would have given the first record kind of more grace because it sounds not great, <laughs> which is weird because it's recorded and mixed by our boy, Steve Kravak. Uh, they got Kravak back for this. But I think th- the fact that it kind of sounds thrown together like sort of works in its favor a little bit. Like it has that vibe of sort of, early um releases by mid to late 90s punk bands where it's like i can kind of give i can get on the wavelength of it being more emo because it's sort of like lo-fi yeah um i wonder if that was intentional yeah i think it probably was i know because that they only did it in a few days but because you know our boy hashtag hashtag kravak back right uh i mean he he does some good stuff uh, so, but watch the years crawl by. On the other hand, our our boy from Bad Religion, <laughs> Stephen Edgerton, um, mixed right, mixed and mastered. But the H bomb produced H-bomb. and engineered it himself. That's true. So, but it was the H bomb was my career. <laughs> that, yeah, he was he was throwing balls. He was throwing lots of balls. Um, yeah. So I like Mike had spent the better part of a decade really, really doing a lot of like, I'm, I'm genuinely impressed with how much better Mike has gotten over the years at engineering stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. And, uh, you know, so I think that, um, this is this is a kudos to Mike and the band and everybody who pitched in to help engineer um, that record. But um, yeah, the the loneliness is bliss. It definitely does feel like ninety nine two thousand MXPX Clubhouse yeah. style with somehow Kravak behind the boards. Right. So, yeah. uh, they almost sound like demos even. It does. Yeah. Like, so we'll, we'll get into, yes. we'll get into the specifics of, of some of the songs, but let's, let's start with thought a lot. 
the first track off of Loneliness is Bliss. But actually before, so uh, this is our goddamn show, and we will choose how we, if we do a top three or not. And we are doing a top three on a six song EP. (laughs) I texted Andrew today. Yes. Are we doing a top three for all the songs or is a little much to do both? He's like, we're doing both. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. This is our 27th episode. Yeah. We've done like all the MXPX EPs. Yep. And it would be silly at this point to lump Arthur because I feel like loneliness and bliss is, is bliss and watch the years crawl by are so distinct distinct Yes, to like for me to try and pick three songs between them would be nearly impossible. Sure. Because they are, they, to me, they just are so set apart, like not just in terms of the, some of this, I mean, some of the songwriting, which, a lot of the songs were already written at the same time, but I digress. But stylistically, in the production, production-wise, the albums are just—they just sound so different. Yeah. So it would have been rough for me to pick sure. um, a top three out of all of them. But anyway, here is thought a lot. thought a lot about you about what you mean to me and where i'll be a couple of years from now i think i got my head straight and now i know for sure i want to know you Decidedly not making eye contact with me during that song as I rocked out on air drums and guitar. This is not intentional. Uh, <laughs> it is my number one. Wow. Okay. Not in my top three. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect assessment of that song. I will say, hearing you do the harmonies, hearing you this song psyched about is, the guitar parts. This song is ripe with. <clears throat> With harmony potential. Yeah, I'm just saying. Hearing you psyched about it makes me a little more a little more invested in it. Uh, I guess. I think 
I think this is going to be a controversy <laughs> with many I think Arthur the, fans. I'm sure you're right. I, I don't know what the vibe is around Arthur. I, I'm going to be curious. I bet people are generally I know Dr. Chad into it. is into it. Yeah. Uh, Danny Stairs texted me earlier saying that he was... Uh, <laughs> He was going to leave a drunk voicemail of him singing, uh, uh, <laughs> the singing thought a lot. I uh, look forward to it. I wish, and he's like, bro, you should have done that. Oh God. It would have been such a nice lead in to, <laughs> well, to this app. Maybe we'll do it for uh, the bonus app. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, here's what it is. Okay. The whole vibe feels a little bit like aimless to me. Like it just doesn't kick into like the next thing that I need it to. So it all just kind of feels like, okay to me. It's kind of basic. It, like, and then it gets like super heavy at the end. Does it though? Yes. So sad. Cause I miss you. Oh, so bad. I'm staring at your photograph. Yeah. The one you'd like to cut in half. They're just hammering away. <laughs> gung, gung, I gung, think, gung. I think I would have been into this record when it came out at the time. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Today, it's fine. <laughs> Damn. That, this, uh, let the record show Arthur does not float John's penis. Yeah, not so even a little bit. Oh, this is the same I song again? Thought. I'm <laughs> yep. I'll just say they should have spaced these two songs out. Or, you know, did a different song. <laughs> I'd like to tell ya what you wanna hear. I made some changes in this past year. Fuck This song almost made my top three because okay so uh, I love any sort of I mean gang vocals are yeah. always great however gang vocals uh, that highlight Tom yes I love I, I love Tom. He's he's all over these records, yeah. Uh, in in the in the gang vocals and the harmonies, and my boy Tom, he's it like I love hearing him cut through, yeah. Because sometimes I feel like, especially on the new record, I'm like, I I, I want to hear Tom distinctly, and which is why I like some of those early records when I can so much hear Tom's distinct voice, yeah. And not having it just like fade into the background. Yeah. And so hearing him 
the one too many times. It sounds great. Yeah. No, I like the gang vocals. I think there's a song later that uses the background vocals uh, better. Um, but I this one feels the most MXPXE to me of the bunch. Of, of, of this the, record? Of the EP, yeah. Okay. Like it feels, there's some GSF vibes uh, going on. <laughs> okay, I can hear that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Pretty good. Basic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, everybody. This is, this is, uh, this is doing things. <laughs> it's doing things to me. Um, so, all right, let's uh, let's move on to a birthday party. Also, I've seen it attributed as birthday. I think this is one of the more MXPX songs of of the bunch. This is my number one. It's your number one. Yeah. Is it in your top three? Uh, this is not in my top three. Okay. Perhaps it's so that's... interesting <laughs> for, for <laughs> six, six songs, songs. How all over the map we are. Yeah. It's um, like this was this was weird. I thought here. <laughs> <laughs> is our moment where we're going to be so much on the same page. Yeah. I couldn't have been more wrong. We were on the same you're, page about a lot of the Christmas stuff. You're, you're, you're a hard to p- man to pin down, John Potter. I, I contain multitudes, <laughs> much like the H bomb. That's true. Uh, uh, I really Tommy like Tommy Gunn. Yeah. He's throwing balls. He is definitely the urinator, too. Urinator, I, yeah. I really like the chord changes when the chorus kicks in. Yep. They feel kind of weasery to me. Um, like like the kind of surprising minor chords it goes into uh the guitar solo later kind of feels on that same vibe i'm into it um yeah i like this one feels kind of weezer very weezer bigger tenny it's uh it's not the first time uh we're gonna reference Weezer. Yeah, that makes on, sense. On this on this episode. because uh, I have a specific Weezer reference okay. for Watch the Ears Crawl by. Maybe we should say about emo, like Pinkerton, one of my all time favorite records. Whether or not you wanna count it as proper emo or not, I do really, really love that album. So yeah, I in actually because of Watch the Ears Crawl By, I ended up listening to the Blue Album a little bit this past week. Um, uh, shout out to Alex Retro, yes, uh, carrying a candle for yeah. for our boys and Weezer. He was less than thrilled with me saying that I took the Leslie Jones character's side in that SNL sketch. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, 
Um, and now for the uh, post-hardcore influence. Mm. my number two me too yes uh screamy uh, mike will always bring us together <laughs> this is why i thought i was like this is these post hardcore influences it's got screamy mike yeah it's got like the the quiet loud quiet like very 90s i'm like john's gonna be super into this yeah it just the whole thing feels a little rough like it's just as opposed to like poking at you or the renaissance ep that's uh, a different kind of like it's rough in the sense of like i don't feel like they quite the songs feel like they're still like formulating or something they never come together quite all the way for me but i like screamy mike i think it's interesting yeah there's there's hold on <laughs> fucking rules yeah it's so like seeing this live they would have just like tore it up which is why i really enjoyed watching that live video but the crowd was lame tom fest 99 (laughs) you were lame i think maybe if the guitar maybe if it sounded a little fuller or something the whole thing it's just hard for me to not feel like it sounds like demos but then i'll also complain from the opposite end of the spectrum about the next record so Jesus. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
a very religious indeed song. As everybody Arthur. knows, those are the only kinds of MXPX songs we like. <laughs> um, I w- so I'm going to just go ahead and replace uh, uh, Thought A Lot with this song because it's about God, and <laughs> I don't enjoy anything else. Uh, in reality, this is my least favorite song on the EP. This is my least favorite song on the yeah. EP as well. I, I don't dislike it. Uh, it's a snoozer <laughs> for me. <laughs> Sorry. This is gonna. We we got a lot of songs <laughs> we, left. We sure do. And you are not into any of them. All right. Uh, and by so wait, what is? What was your number two? Same as you. Friday, well, April sixth. Uh, what was your What was your number one? The birthday party. Birthday party. Friday, April sixth. Okay, so that leads. It does. So we got two out of three. Yeah. See, we're on the same page. <laughs> on the same page in that you had to choose three songs. <laughs> That's accurate. Worst. The worst. Hit me with it. Okay, so this song... Are you crying? No. <laughs> okay. I, I got a little emotional for... No, I was started talking before I was ready to actually start talking. Um, this song, uh, it's, it's a slow burn. Literally. Uh, it's five minutes long. It's four minutes long. Oh, there's a five-minute one later. I was getting the mix. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're thinking fortissimo. Yes, I am. Uh... Yes, also among my top three um, for that record for for similar reasons that this one is for me. I feel like it's interesting. They're like they're trying some stuff. I like when the drums you, come in a lot. You're blowing your load on your top three. Well, I'm just saying I, I got amazingly true and fortissimo mixed up for a reason because I think they're kind of on the same vibe. They're sort of like these epics where they're like yeah. going for it. Um, so this one is different than fortissimo for me uh because this one is the like (laughs) it's the that like very much quiet loud quiet like to the extreme right um but i love this song because of like all the dissonant chords and yuri um or i'm sorry zane on the drums just do yeah, the drum just sound like crushing dope. it and yeah i think uh but we need to get to the to the, the end vocals at the end there see i love this so when i first heard this i'm like 
This is 100% a closer song. Yeah. And I look at this 99 uh, Tom Fest set. Mm -hmm. Amazingly true. Closer. Makes sense. And it's just because it's... It sounds great. Let's get some more of those Tom vocals. Yeah, please. Sounds great. <laughs> it sounds awesome. I'm into that. For really sure. into it. So for uh, a six song EP, we had two out of three. Yeah. Mathematically, <laughs> it was not unlikely. No. Um, so. so I do know um, this record is likely going to be different for us. Yes, I think so. Because um, this album fucking rules. Hmm. And you're obviously not into it, but <laughs> I I think it's interesting. Uh, I kind of wish it would have been an EP again. Um, wow. I mean, okay, so that was 99. They went back into the studio to record a follow-up LP in 2002, uh, which is when some of these songs started. Not in the studio, but they started writing. And then they didn't return until 2010 to right. do... Watch the years crawl by. But what what's interesting <coughs> is when you watch some of these early videos, um, especially that ninety nine video from Tom Fest, uh, some of the songs that they played existed already. Uh right. But right. didn't end up on Loneliness is Bliss. So Cold Outside, Tuck You In still haven't reached you. They played in 99. Okay. But for whatever reason, um, I don't know. Maybe they didn't feel like those songs were, I don't know. They didn't, they just didn't put them down on, in an album. Um, but only one of the songs from loneliness is bliss made it over to watch the ears crawl by. And that is thought a lot. Not the, uh, not the song I would have preferred for them to have done. (laughs) Um, I, I would have liked to have heard, um, I, I, I mean, amazingly true would have been yeah. an album, a song that I would really, really like to hear, uh, Friday, April 6th. I would have, I mean, that could have been if any of these songs would have been like to hear a nice full sound. Agreed. Uh, because Stefan Edgerton does a great job. I think he I think he really fills fills the sound out. I agree. Uh, um I think it certainly sounds better. Okay. Um, but my general takeaway with the material is still pretty much the same. Um like it just never really gets there for me and I think you know the emo stuff mixed with not sounding great on the EP sort of lets me excuse it but emo-y with a very produced sounding vibe, some vocal slickness. It's, uh, it's kind of a bummer to me. Interesting, because uh, I'm going to have the opposite opinion about the vocal slickness You're into at it. 
at a at a no. I'm saying that I feel like they avoid some of the uh. vocal slickness. Uh, but the these are one of the reasons I said we need to do top threes. Yeah, for these albums, is that they are decidedly yes. different styles. They move away from the post-hardcore yes. and move into a more pop punk emo sound, mm-hmm. and not so much the quiet, loud, quiet that 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 is pervasive on Loneliness Is Bliss. Yeah, I don't even really know. I mean, the whole Arthur experiment is kind of interesting. <laughs> like. Probably a fair amount of those songs from the EP could have been MXPX songs just as B-sides or something. There is only one song on Watch the Years Crawl By that I feel like is hands down could have been uh, an MXPX song. I feel like all the other songs to me are to Mike's point that he calls out like, these are he writes a lot yeah uh, and he writes in different styles and i think he had i think the fact that he didn't make these mxpx songs he knows the yeah. band he knows the style and that he felt like this was deserving of uh, uh, another collection of songs yeah no i think i was saying like the ep i could those don't feel that far removed from mxpx to me this is a different vibe and like i don't think there's that much that unites the two records like it's not like an obvious continuation of the arthur sound here um and so i I think i like the places some of the places that they go here uh more than where they chose to go with the ep and i think actually the ones that i tend to like are probably the ones that are more sort of tumble downy, <laughs> hmm. um, but we'll get there. I uh, so what was your relationship with this record? Did you know about this until we started doing this? Because I doing did the not. podcast. Yeah. No. Okay. Me neither. I didn't. Well, I I, I was like I said, <coughs> I was aware of Arthur in high school. Yeah, I didn't know this, they did another record the, until we started the podcast. No, this album came out in th- the you know, post secret weapon pre plans that I wasn't even, I wasn't aware at that time. Right. Um, Well, it was funny because there's the whole thing about Yuri quitting the band. Right. Like Arthur did an EP or an LP. I mean, I I know he was never quitting to like studio stuff or that's kind of where he landed. It was the touring, but it is funny that they kind of like reunited again, sort of. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right, so let's just get into the one banger after another album. Mm. Watch the year. Mm. <laughs> Cold outside.
If you don't think that song rules, I just don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> that uh, song kicks so much ass. I like the chorus. Um. <laughs> Are, is your issue the lyrics with Arthur? Well, is that the main issue? My notes here are tough opening line. I mean, I think of you because your heart's inside my head is a tough one for me. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Um... I don't know. It just, it all feels a little boring to me. It's not my vibe. I'm not vibing on it. God. <laughs> Sorry. The uh, the drums on this song, they sound the bass. Good. This record sound, sounds good. God. It, it, like the lead into <laughs> the, like, and, and, the, and Tom. Tom sounds the, good. Tom sounds great. It sounds fucking great. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> I just, I just don't even know. Uh, this is also my number two cold outside yeah okay it's not mine. <laughs> this is uh for Magpod nation this is we are a, a studio is, divided this is a significant bummer <laughs> i'm sorry man this is this is tearing me apart all right i'm gonna have to write an emo song about it oh boy uh, is it about america it is James oh god Fucking number one, man. Whoa, really? Yes. This song fucking Dude, rules. America, where are you now? I'm the field, love is the grain, and she's the plow. Yeah, what, dude. What's happening? <laughs> the song, song is incredible. I miss Americanism. <laughs> Let me just say that. Dude, like, this is, this song, I feel like, it could be any number of metaphors, but, um... I don't know something something about it like makes me think it could be about his appreciation because he has a song about touring and seeing parts of the country that he hasn't able been able to see but because of the band sure. he's able to see and I think this is I don't know you're I just you, can't get over I'm just trying to figure out what I'm the field. Love is the grain and she's the plow means. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe he's traveling with Holly and they're, they're you know, boning in the Great Plains. I don't know. Um, maybe he's getting, yeah. he's the one getting plowed. I don't know. <laughs> I think, yeah, I guess, I guess America's plowing him. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. It feels a little like, this is their shot at making like a, a patriotic song or something. Well, I, I mean, they did do two tumble down 
albums, which is nothing about, there's just nothing but singing songs about drinking whiskey and, yeah, you that's, know. that's my vibe. <laughs> um, I like the bridge. I like the bridge. This is um, a part coming up that I was referencing earlier. Open up the emo pit. <laughs> yeah, I like this a lot. Those, those octave, yep. you know, guitar punchy guitar parts. But this part here. definitely my favorite part so i i couldn't help but think of uh the weezer song the sweater song yeah um we where he says you know i've come on done and in like his voice wavers yeah and they didn't do another take for mike right like it's no it sounds good i like it sounds great and i i love it it's fucking awesome. It's too long. <laughs> Gosh. Um, Fuck, I'll, I'll double, double the song. <laughs> make it eight minutes. Um, yeah, I, I like that part a lot. That's, I agree with I would agree with you there. God damn it. This is, this is, this is a bummer. All right. <laughs> the keys in this song yeah that's cool i like I, I also like that it's like a lot of toms some like there's a lot of floor toms going on in in this record and i'm and i'm into it yeah especially uh, the uh the end here where they Fucking awesome. Yeah. It's uh it's my least favorite song on the album. <laughs> but I, I agree with you. I like the toms and the keys. It's not good. This is this could be the most <laughs> divided we've ever been it might on be. any MXPX. It might be. Mike Carrera related. Yeah. I wanted to like Arthur. I really did. 
I'm gonna we're I'm 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 gonna be very curious to hear what people. I think they'll be with you. You think so? I mean, I know a couple people will, but I don't know what the general consensus. Yeah, I honestly, yeah. sans a couple people, I don't know what the general consensus is about Arthur. Um, whether people were into them back in the day, whether they're just like indifferent, I don't know. I have right. no idea. Um, Here's a question. Yeah. Sorry, I meant to bring this up earlier. It has nothing to do with what we were talking about. Uh, the photos and layout for Loneliness is Bliss. Oh, sucks. Well, they're by Andrea Jennings. Do you think perhaps? Oh, that is shit. The Andrea? the Andrea? We have heard that she was spotted at Arthur, Arthur shows. shows. Um, I'm I'm not impressed. This, this strikes me as very... <laughs> well, it looks like a band in the 90s putting out a... <laughs> Low budget EP. It is very is very much. Um, yeah, Andrea Jen. Oh my God, that's that's totally her. <laughs> Probably right. One hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I like the I like the cover, the ubiquitous uh, pictures of instruments. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Um, uh, I. Really- I I yeah. really liked MXPX memes as um, putting the Arthur the Aardvark on the cover. <laughs> that was good. Yes, into it. I do like. Uh, I I do really like the cover with the old. What looks like an old. Um, I don't know what kind of car that is, but it just it it like especially. There are a lot more fifties vibes yes. on this record than on yeah. Loneliness Is Bliss. Um, but yeah, I'll, uh, anyway, anyway, uh, heartache. There are those toms. So John was counting the "You Make My Heart Aches." I think it was that. about a thousand. Is that right? <laughs> Just mix it up, Mike. That's all I'm saying. There's some other things that rhyme with ache. You know, it's not like uh, punk music and repetition <laughs> don't go hand in hand. Sure, sure, sure. So, you know, Captain Buzzkill. <laughs> I like the ending breakdown a lot. I think that's cool. The ending of. Of the song of heartache. I mean, I like it because it ends. Oh I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I do really like the this part. And then the one, yeah, when the instruments drop out there and it's just the times. I'm into it. Yeah, I like. This no, song. you're no, you're not. <laughs> I don't you, you were, love it. You were mocking it. For he this. says you make my heartache too many times. Objectively. Okay. <laughs> now we'll move on to tuck you in. 
Which is what you're gonna have to do for me in a minute here because I'm oh, so Jesus sleepy. Jesus Christ! Listen <laughs> uh, to this bass. <coughs> oh, a little shout out there. taste of Screamy Mike there, which I appreciate. Um, this one, yeah. Into it, into it, into it. It's <laughs> my number it was, three. I I like it. Did I say it was my number three? You did because it's my number three. <laughs> I think it's. I think it was the ever passing moment up where I famously shat all over the album per Tom Chinchilla. <laughs> um, no, I think it was because it's your least favorite, right? Yeah, it sucks. I think it was <laughs> that episode where I kept saying like I like the bridge. Like the bridges were my favorite parts of those songs because I feel like that's when they did something really interesting. And that's how I feel about a lot of the songs on this record. The bridge is definitely my favorite part. And I think this one sounds the most like the EP, probably, out of the songs on this record. Because of Screaming Mike? Just kind of like the opening. Yeah, maybe it's the loud, the quiet loud thing, like you're saying. Um, I don't know. It feels the most kind of... So we've gone through five <laughs> bangers yeah. and... Nary <laughs> a, a song choice from you. No. And two from you. Um, no, we had uh, three. Three? Already? America, okay. Cold Outside, oh, and right. Tuck You In. I blocked out that America's your number one. Jesus. God, it's so good. Uh, there's elements of it that I like. We're going to listen to the whole song right now. <laughs> it's just that for me. I <sighs> like that bridge, though. Um, to Have and To Hold. Okay, you have to agree with me about the opening line of this one. No, toodaloo, toodaloo. Is, toodaloo is rough. <laughs> it's rough. Um, I, I heard, I heard uh, he did a, uh, Mike did a highs and lows with Jason Hockney's <laughs> I Met Some Years Ago, uh-huh. and I think he, I think the toodaloo was the low. So oh, I'm with him on that. Yeah, it's... It's it's the it's the lowest point. Let's hear it again. But 
I still, How are we gonna close I still every like, episode? I still like this song. This is a slow burn as well because they don't they he gets to a yeah um for the best of the century and maybe even history because I don't even think there's any bass in this until yeah like two minutes. when I start liking the song when the full band comes in two minutes into the song yeah all right so, <laughs> so that's nothing you have nothing on that other than the toodaloo I said I like when the band comes in <laughs> hey get guess what this next song is in my top three that's because it's a great song Number two, nice. I I really like the tying yourself to someone imagery. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like it better than plowing imagery for sure. It's <laughs> no, I th- I like this one. America sucks. <laughs> America's dumb. Dumb song. Arthur's yeah. lame. <laughs> that sounds just like me. I think um, I really like the. It's one of the uh, couple songs on this record that have the has that really fifties fifties rock vibe. I think the the my top three are kind of the most in that vein. Um, so I know I know what your number one is going to be then. Yeah, I think so. It's this one. <laughs> Wait a second. I. I thought a lot about you 
about what you mean to me and where I'll be a couple of years from now. I think I've got my head straight and now I know for sure I want to know you more. Doesn't sound that different than the original. No? No? Listen to that thick ass bass. And. He's tearing it in half as opposed oh, to cutting, cutting it in half. Much more emo. Um, the most. Um, the thing that sounds the most different is the ending, which I think sounds really cool. The little part with the guitars kind of cascading at the very end yeah that sounds great the octaves this album has especially on this um they have a lot more harmonies and background vocals yeah and almost didn't none of it almost existed in the original that's true um there's a lot and, of layered mics though yes i want more tom <laughs> the also the the chorus guitar yeah. the lead octave guitar in the in the, the loneliness is bliss is way more yeah wait just part yeah yeah <laughs> It's almost off. He's like a little behind the beat. But I kind of, it's like endearing that it sounds kind of crappy. It sounds like Cheshire Cat era Blink. Yeah. Which I'm into. Uh, Yeah, I still really like Thought A Lot. And this is your number one. It is. I wanna call her now. Call her on the phone. <laughs> it's Richie Valens for yeah, sure. Totally. I'm so tired of being on the love. I'll go and pick her up. See, John, you just need to just embrace the song. Like, I'm in the car fully, <laughs> like, singing every harmony because it's just, it's just so, like, these songs are ripe for yeah. all of it. And it just makes me, makes me so happy, all of it. It's so great. I think, I mean, this is kind of what I was saying earlier. Like, I think this, the vibe of this and timing to you like fits the vibe of a side project a little better to me. 
You think they should have leaned into the, the 50s rock? Yeah, or at least Sort that's, of doo-wop? Right, because to me, like I was saying, like the emo vibe is not that different from a fair amount of MXPX, but this to me feels like, okay, this is a different project altogether. Um, and maybe it's just like a hint that Tumble Down is more of my preferred side project because it's like kind of that almost rockabilly vibe, you know, but this is great. I like the bridge a lot. Oh, you like the bridge on these? Yeah, on isn't this that album? shocking? <laughs> uh, it's still too long. <laughs> yeah, It sounds great. I'm just into it's, that. Yeah, it it definitely has that Richie Valens '50s yeah. doo-wop vibe that is um, a thing. I like Dark Mike, Screamy Mike, and doo-wop Mike. Doo-wop Mike, <laughs> definitely here for doo-wop Mike. <laughs> but I think you're more in in it for whiskey drinking Mike. Yeah, I think so. Yes. This My is your number three. Aforementioned number three. Yes. The longest song, yeah, yeah. and you're it, bitching about. <laughs> so the song's almost five minutes, and you're complaining <coughs> about other songs. Like, I mean, let's, let's be clear that this is too long. <laughs> but, it is too long, but it's probably my my least favorite on this album. I can see how you would I think that. Um. Skip ahead. <laughs> you left so long ago. That's cool. Yep. Um, but by the time it gets to the bridge, I'll be my favorite part. When there's the solos and the organ. And that's when I get really into it. It's like five different songs. It is. Like, I appreciate that they're going for it, you know? It's something that feels really different. It's too long and it's too much, but I like that it's... So you want to reward their ambition, but (laughs) fuck them for being too long. Yeah. I want you to be ambitious, but, like, (laughs) shit, guys, make it it less ambitious. You know that Simpsons episode where they're, like, testing the new, uh, like, the Poochie, or they're testing the Itchy and Scratchy characters on the kids? They're like, who among you wants like the more fantastic, wild episodes? And they're like, yeah, me. And they're like, and who wants the more grounded, down to earth ones? And everybody's like, yeah, I want that too. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, so you want a, a down to earth show that's also fantastic. Anyway, that's kind of how I feel about about Earth. Fair. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> we're just we're all over the place. We're all one. over it. Yeah, I'm. <coughs> it's I'm just coughing like a motherfucker. I here. know, right? You're sorry, everybody. Yeah, everybody you should, really hates me. This you should episode. be you should be apologizing for your Arthur takes. <laughs> sorry for everything. Nope. is 100% an ever-passing moment song. Yeah, I could see that. It's prove it to the world. Yeah, that's true. It's... Oh, I like this instantly better than anything on the album. <laughs> this is also my number one, I think, for this record. I can't hold back, I can't relax, I can't let go, I can't say no, can't take the right. what? What's the other one? Similar vibe, but just it. Just listen to the beginning parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. right. I think the. <laughs> the chorus is really catchy. Prove it to the right, right, right. I really like the chorus here. Yeah. That guitar riff is great. The do 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 do. Yeah. This is the most MXPX of any Arthur song. I feel like that could have been an MXPX song. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I could see that. Like either Ever Passing Moment or even Before Everything and After. Yeah, I think you're right. Finally, it's ending, John. Sometimes I wonder what kind of spell you put me under. Wake up tired 21 years old And ready to retire
God, I love that line. It sounds pretty good to me. God, it's the. In, I would like a lake in my uh, life. No, like when I hear this is okay. Get ready for Ernest Andrew, <laughs> okay. sappy Andrew. Uh-huh. That that's the life I want with Dana. Yeah. yeah. Like I want to have a house on a lake, sit on a porch, yeah, and just slowly get old like that's the best that's like what it. love is yeah right yeah god and like and like you know and and you know saying he's 21 years old and ready to retire like that to me like um it doesn't sound like mike is not anybody who i had imagined would ever retire he's a hard-working motherfucker mm-hmm. but like when i think of like the context of some of these songs like when I think about like I'm th- I'm gonna be 35 um, a month from today, and I think about man if Dana and I could just like stop working, move to a cabin by a lake, yeah, that sounds pretty great, and just not do anything. It's the best. Just the pod. It's like, honey, <laughs> like I watch. I love watching the years crawl by with you. But John's coming over tonight. We're gonna pod out by oh, the lake. We're gonna keep potting into our old age. <laughs> we're gonna pod on the dock. Watching those pods crawl by. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I really like this song. I think it's a sweet way to end the record. Yeah, and it's their one and only full length, which. You will be happy to hear, John, that <laughs> Arthur is not creating. Yeah, Dunzo. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that is that is not all of the Arthur that exists. No. No, there oh, there are tell. more songs. Wow. Uh, there's the song "Partly Cloudy" okay. on the "Going Nowhere Fast" comp. All right. Um, it's. That guitar part on the chorus there, or whatever yep. that is. Um, I like, I like every song on Loneliness Is Bliss and Watch the Years Crawl By more than I like that song. Yeah, uh, not. <laughs> uh, it doesn't need to be on either of the records. No. Uh, I think you asked about is the lyrics a significant portion of it for me, and I think yes. I mean, I just feel like every song is like. I got my shoes or whatever he just said. <laughs> it all feels a little like we were talking about on the Christmas set, like you got a budget or whatever. <laughs> it's just like, okay. All right, guy. Um, so now we have, uh, this is actually from the Tom Fest uh, concert from 99 that I pulled off YouTube because 
to my knowledge, Tom Chichilla, you can correct me if I'm wrong um, because I'm over here spreading misinformation. But to my knowledge, uh, other than the Panic version of this weekend, the Arthur version of this weekend, to my knowledge, doesn't have a proper recording. And since these are the only two records that I that they released and with the exception of partly cloudy from going nowhere fast I don't know of a studio recording of this weekend Interesting. Uh, so let's listen to some of that and then we can compare it to the panic version So much sense this started out as an Arthur song or that they were like workshopping it in Arthur or whatever because like I think I said on the record like I like the song or I like where it gets to but when it starts out with those lyrics it's so cheesy yeah <laughs> like we're going out it feels very Arthur yeah but the but then they infuse it with the sound the sound of the stereo Ugh, see, that sounds this, great. this sounds so much better Let's just hear some of the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> With the sound. Yes, Panic <laughs> Rules. Um, interesting. And that's Very the takeaway from the Arthur episode, is that Panic, <laughs> the panic Rules. rules. <laughs> I like Panic, and I like uh, whatever <laughs> MXPX song we played. No, I don't even remember. Um, uh, yeah, Ever Passing Moments. Um, yeah. What, did I, what was it? I don't even remember now. It was Prove It to the World, yep. which is a great song. Yep. So yeah, that was at Tom Fest, which, as everybody knows, is Tom Tachilla's annual festival, yep. named after him. Yes, um, and he it's actually not so much music as it is um, wrongly asserting <laughs> opinions on podcasts yeah. that he's only listened to a yeah. little. It just became like a movement. He yeah, to he over. just gets up on stage. He's like, hey, so this is a podcast that's been around for a while. I've listened to a couple episodes. Here are... <laughs> Or oh, some of their opinions. <laughs> um, uh, interesting. Yeah. That is very interesting to know about uh, that song. Yep. Is that it for the I, um, Extra Earth? I like the MXPX version of This Weekend a lot better. I Agreed. think they improved 
quite a bit. And not just because it's a live right, video right, right. version that I pulled off YouTube. <laughs> the best, the optimal. The optimal, sound. the sound experience that we can all have. Yeah, those are, those are all the... That's Arthur. It's all the Arthur that I, that I have. Um, um, but I would encourage people to uh, go check out some of those live... I'll say this, that, that 2003 Cornerstone performance was a little rough. Really? Mike, Mike's voice has gotten a lot better in the past 15 years. That's another thing that's jarring going between the two records is like, yeah, by the time Watch Sears Crawl By, he's, he's doing some vocal acrobatics he was not capable of earlier. No. And I'm... I'm into it. Um, there are any number of <coughs> awesome MXPX Arthur videos from back in the day on YouTube that I just love going down that rabbit hole, especially that 95 Cornerstone video with with Mike bleached wearing hair. bleached hair, wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> oh, I remember those pictures that were in. Ah, uh, so good. Some of the records. Yeah, and like those those shows. I mean, he looks like a child. Yeah, he's so <laughs> a handsome child. He's a handsome child. The <laughs> the kind that I'm attracted to. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, so that's that's Arthur. Did we get? Oh, not even to three and a half hours as Tom predicted. No. Um, here's a thing we could talk about. Yep. Should we talk about Tumbledown next? Yeah, I think we should. I think we're I gonna think we have just need to... to do one album at a time. Yes, or at least maybe like a year at a time, like or like a stage, because there's a few EPs. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, let us know how you want, how you think we should divide up the Tumbledown content. But I think taking it maybe like eras at a time, because they have some EPs and. Sure. Whatevs. We'll see what people say. Well, that was Arthur. Um, if you would like to yell at me, particularly about <laughs> my thoughts on these records, you can do so uh, by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, leave us a voicemail at 872-762-4763. Correct. 872-7-MAGPOD. You can email us at magnifiedpod at gmail.com. And uh, regardless of what you think about Arthur or what we think about Arthur, uh, rate and review us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and I think that's about it for this one. Yeah. Next up, we'll start covering Tumbledown. And I believe we will divide those records into at least a couple episodes. So be on the lookout for that when it'll be about time for a podcast at our house. And it wouldn't be the same without you. So join us, won't you? <laughs> it's only three weeks Hey, you know I love you Toodaloo, toodaloo, toodaloo And time will tell us That our love is true You're the love of a lifetime to have and to hold <laughs> 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 <laughs>
minutes. I we need to let's uh Love it. Nailed it. Perfect addition to that song.